Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. On LOL Radio, it is time for us to check out the weird wide world. And in doing so tonight, we are chatting to a comedian who's in the middle of uh, a run at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Roadshow, making your way all around uh, all around Australia. So uh, welcome to LOL Radio, Annie Louie. How's it going? Hello, really great. How are you? Fabulous, fabulous. Uh, welcome along to LOL Radio. We're very much looking forward to uh, having the crew here this time next week. Yeah, I hope you prepared everything. You've swept the town, made it look pristine. <laughs> Tea and Dickies out, please. Yep, everything's had a new lick of paint. We're all good to go. <laughs> Amazing. Have you got a Country Women's Association there? Yes, oh, we do. Oh, yes. Oh, yep. we oh lovely. <laughs> yeah, as you can see, we don't do a lot of comedy. We're just here for the food. <laughs> yeah, the little triangle sandwiches. Yep. Yep, the local oh. country bakeries. Yep. How's, how's the tour been going so far? It's been going well. We had a whole day of just shambolic events with Qantas. We lost our bag. Oh, no. Yeah, they told us that they didn't know when they'd be arriving. The guy at the counter said, sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's eight days. And we were like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, because it's not like you're going to be in the one place for a very short period of time. (laughs) Very short, yeah. We just move on driving long distances. But once we did receive the bags, luckily, about 48 hours afterwards, we were happy. We're just grateful for everything now. Like, I'm close. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just got to be humble. Uh, every chance to perform is so fantastic, especially after the last two years of not having any road shows, basically. Well, that's it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the festival was uh, definitely in a, a different vibe last year, a bit of a mix of live comedy and there was some stream shows and things like that. I, I do want to uh, touch on this this year's show that you brought to the festival that has a very, very interesting theme indeed. How much death has been creeping up on you throughout ah. your uh, your lifetime? Great question. A lot. So I didn't want to rush the show. It's uh, yeah, a show about my experiences with death from a young age, given I had quite an older dad. He was 60 when I was born, so it was always a topic that was on my mind, even being a young child that probably shouldn't have to worry about these things. But my sister and I, yeah, we had quite a dark sense of humour as a result of it. And, yeah, when he did pass away, I was about 21, and his funeral was just a mess. Songs were skipping, um, a celebrity dropped by, John So, the former mayor, and people wanted to get autographs with him rather than focusing (laughs) on the main event. (laughs) So he gets... A mention, and uh, we also there's a bit of music and a surprise ending that I won't give spoil. away. No, of course, yeah, yes. won't give away. But um, yeah, it was. I also worked as a funeral assistant during the pandemic, so it was. I guess I had this curiosity about death from a young age, and I am Chinese, and it's quite taboo to talk about yeah, that topic. Yeah. So I thought I've never seen somebody who looks like me talk about this so openly. Uh, so I thought, mm-hmm. why not? Uh, yeah, bring it to the stage, and it ended up being a bit of a blend between comedy and theatre, but I found that the crowds loved it, and basically I get to trap people in a room and talk about a taboo topic for 15 minutes, which uh, I love. Am I right in saying that it was kind of that that led you to comedy? Oh, yeah, kind of another thing that happened to me was a life-changing near-death experience when I was 16. I was I painted into a campfire and became a burn survivor, so wow. from that... 
Yep. Yeah, in my recovery, I spent time in hospital and I watched a lot of Scrubs, the TV show, yes. yep. and I borrowed a lot of stand-up comedy DVDs. And so that's where it took off, where I thought I'd always wanted to be a comedian, but never had the guts. Yep. Yep. So as soon as I could, I left my house, went back to school, and then saw a poster for the Class Clown competition mm-hmm. at yep. the comedy festival runs. And that's where I began my journey with comedy went to the national finals, got hooked on it. Yep. Been like 12 years. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now you're touring around Australia, seeing all these different places. Is there, a, yeah. what's the, what's the kind of, what is the touring like now that everyone's allowed to go on tour? Is it uh, different? <laughs> yeah, I think it's fantastic. We're bonding, getting to know each other and we haven't been in close proximity with other comedians for a while. So you really learn everyone's true character, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, everyone is a fantastic match. Uh, we are probably going to get ice cream after this. I'm looking at a gelato store, and we had a, a long conversation about our favourite places back in Melbourne that we like to eat ice cream at. So yeah. that's just one of the things that we have in common. <laughs> it sounds like just touring and eating ice cream sounds like a like that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> it is the dream. Like I said, I haven't really talked about the work, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I can tell you there is a spreadsheet with the best places that. Uh, the whole road shows have eaten at. Yep. Um, dating back, we're talking like nearly 10 years. Decades, you know, if they've yep. been back to a town, there's pretty, pretty much a comedy festival good food guide that's secret and I'm trying to get them to make it, like unlock it for the public. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, yeah. yeah. Do you have any hot tips? Like, best restaurant in Colac are you allowed to make a recommendation oh, there's um, there's a few good places when it comes to Comedy Festival Roadshow there's a particular restaurant just around the corner from where the OCRFM studio is where we're broadcasting from now uh-huh. and I do know yeah. that a lot of comedians end up there uh, when they're I, touring I through. I like how you're playing it. You don't want to <laughs> <laughs> give a specific one because, you know, I know, maybe community radio is not We can continue this rules, conversation off air, I think. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you have a, a background, of course, in uh, community TV as well, so you, you know the, the magic of... Oh, same with That's right. <laughs> same I'm actually <laughs> just auditing the show. I would have hoped that you'd slip up. Steadfast. I think Sammy J has the uh, same troubles on ABC these days. That's right, yeah. Uh, So, as we say, this time next week, uh, you guys will have rolled into Colac. Um, So it's yourself, Kirsty Wiebeck, Alistair Tremblay-Birchall, Brett Blake and Dan Rosario, which is an awesome lineup. Yeah, great mix of um, newer acts as well as very experienced acts. Kirsty's this is her, like, year doing road shows so mm. you're going to be in very safe hands with her running yep. the ship and as we say yeah different uh, styles of comedy as well yeah absolutely uh i reckon i'm pretty dry Kirstie, you've got her storytelling uh dan he's a melbourne comic who's blown up on tiktok and instagram for his parodies of just like going to bush stuff and <laughs> clubs. so yeah something for everybody oh great stuff Well, thank you so much, Annie, for uh, having a chat tonight and very much looking forward to uh, catching the show next week. Thank you very much, LOL Radio. It's been a fun time.